Welcome to Soul Logic, not your breathy spirituality. This is neither tie-dye running through fairy fields nor corporate performance metrics, but increasing your inner authority and personal freedom, moving you from the corporate mindset to a conscious mindset. We're your hosts, Cindy and Scott, and we're here to put the practical into awakening. Welcome back to Soul Logic. I am here with Scott, my co-host, who is actually going to be our guest in some respects today. We're going to be talking about twin flame relationships. And Scott has gone through one, and I have not. And I frankly don't know a lot about twin flame relationships myself, having not gone through it. So we're just going to explore this topic together and dive in. Scott, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's talk about this. (laughs) All right. Let's start with the obvious starting point. And talk about what a twin flame relationship is like how how do you know it's a twin flame what is it how do you recognize it give us the overview the twin flame is you It, it literally is the other half of your soul but it doesn't mean that you need the other person to complete you because we are already complete but the theory and of course there is no book on this right so it's not like you go to a book and you find out Oh, this is what it is. And I did not know what this was. I I think a long time ago, I've read about soulmates and karmics and, and twin flames. And I believe I probably just glossed over the twin flame thing because I really had no idea, never expected I'd ever meet a person called the twin flame or the other half of my soul. But there's this romanticism, you could say, around finding the other person to complete you. But the truth is we are already complete. Well, I was not looking for that. I was instead in the sacred valley of peru and i was co-facilitating a retreat a one-week transformational adventure for men called the awakening man and everything was great and then i went back the next year and did it again and it was that time that one of the people that we were working with locally i realized what's going on here there's something that i don't really understand so that's the first thing about finding a twin flame is that you have this intense connection, this intense attraction, and this intense knowing that there's something there that is deeper than you could ever even put into words. A very simple term, it's the mirror reflection of your soul. Yeah, I remember, I mean, just in the conversations you and I've had, not here, but talking about really looking and deeply knowing this person, yet you've not met this person before. I remember you talking about that. You can explain a little bit more about, you know, was it in your body? Was it in the conversation? Was it just outside of your body? Like, how did you, what was that? What did that connection feel like that caused this? Like what's happening here? It was everything. And it made zero sense at all to the mind. So the interesting thing is the first year that I was down there, I didn't really notice anything. Everything was was kind of normal. I didn't notice anything, but he sensed that there was this very deep soul connection and wanted to do some business together and kind of partner up and, and kind of leverage our expertises that we had outside of that retreat for something a little bit more permanent. I was open to it, but it, nothing ever happened. When I went back the next year, that's when it was kind of like this two by four over the head. And I thought, wait a minute, what's going on? And I, I really had no idea what it was, but I thought something's different. Now, full disclosure, I, I was looking for a life partner at that point, 
And that person would have probably fit the bill, okay? But I didn't know anything about him. Didn't know anything about him at all. But there was something with the with the connection and just knowing that there's I can't even explain it other than you just know. You just know that you know this person and that's it. It's, I, it's interesting that he felt something initially and you didn't, but there was some kind of, we have to do something together because it did start as a business transaction. And if I, I know he was on his path too, but not necessarily on this path, or like a twin flame path, um, but he recognized something and his expression of that something was, let's do business together, you know, started it on the path. Is that an accurate representation or like? Completely, completely. And that's, that's the truth of it is that he recognized it before I did, but Mm -hmm. he didn't know how to put it into words, but he knew that we had to do something together. There was a reason why we had connected. Let me back up a little bit and tell you, uh, because I'm going to try and through this conversation, we'll probably have a couple of these conversations is to share some of the signs that are kind of classic markers of a twin flame relationship. Okay. Yeah, twin flame you know connection. In hindsight, yeah. They know in hindsight now, but didn't recognize it then. That's right. Great. Right. That's great. Right. The first one is you meet under really unusual circumstances. So my buddy and I were, we were going to put together this retreat back in 2017 and we were going to do it in the United States. And we looked around for a different places. We knew we wanted to have an element of the outdoors, camping, hiking, but also um, indigenous indigenous experience one thing led to another north america didn't work central america didn't work and he said hey i know a friend who's from peru who lives in the u.s who knows somebody in peru that, that she's doing something similar with i said okay i didn't really want to go back to peru i had been to peru probably four or five times in the last 20 years i really didn't want to go back to peru but i also knew that peru is a very spiritual place. And there's a big draw for Machu Picchu. So I thought I was open to it. Mm-hmm. That's how we met mm-hmm. through that. It, <laughs> there was no conscious, this is what I'm going to do. Right. And we, like I said, we had that retreat. That was all great. And then the next year came and he recognized it more than I did until it was the end of the week. And he said, I have an idea to open up this business here. And I'm like, wow, because it was everything I also wanted to do, not in the actual business of what the business was, but because we were so much aligned on awakening and spiritual development and wanting to raise the consciousness of humanity. So there were so many things that on a really deep level, we were so aligned. Did I answer the question? I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interesting too. I think even like, as you mentioned, like you didn't really even want to go to Peru, like there was even some resistance and yet whatever aligned to get, get you there anyway. I'm curious if you've talked to other people in twin flames, is, does that exist or is that just your particular path? First of all, a lot of what you read out there about twin flames are that it is this romantic relationship. Now, yes. full disclosure, I would have been open to that. But it didn't really work that way. Some markers of a twin flame relationship are there can be a significant age difference. Between us, mm-hmm. there was about, a, I think it's a 13-year age difference. These, and I'm going to call them relationships, but they're not necessarily intimate love relationships, okay? Right. But these relationships are there to awaken us and to blow us apart, to get rid of any of the ego trappings, 
and to help us ascend into the work that we should be doing. So I'm now that I can look back on it from three years ago, I look back and I say, I understand why everything happened the way it did. Because the large age difference, there's a similarity in the way we look, you know, both dark skin, Latin origin. Also, there can be huge obstacles in the relationship which challenge the norm. They can be sexual orientation. It can be religious preferences. It can be cultural preferences. There can be so many different um, things that really make it a, an extremely challenging relationship because you are facing the other part of you. And so everything that you need to kind of come to terms with and make peace with, you do. In what's often a very uncomfortable way because the mind is kicking back a lot. Now I can say this now. I couldn't say it then. I went through a lot of a lot of turmoil. And that's really what started the whole dark night of the soul. But there was this instant knowing that we needed to be doing something together. We knew that we were on a similar path. We knew that we were, we were there to help people expand into a higher version of themselves. And then when I was presented with this opportunity to potentially go into this business in the incredibly gorgeous sacred valley of the Incas, I saw all of this. And I'm like, this is like, ah, you know, it's like the universe just opened up and said, and literally is really what happened. I think when I think of twin flames and not having experienced one and not really doing a lot of research, you think, oh, I want a twin flame. Like That sounds awesome. Like the other half of me, like it sounds like it's the holy grail of relationships, right? But what I know now from you and now having looked into a little bit, it's like they're hard. They're really, really hard. But what I'm hearing you say too is there's also this paradox of there is that exalted feeling of this is exactly what I meant to do. This person knows me. They understand me. This is me. Really like a good high feeling. And then there's this painful part of, to your point, like age difference, desired relationship difference and sexual orientation, or just like, I'm not interested in a relationship or you know any of that kind of stuff. But then it's, it's this, it's just like, I don't know, it feels paradoxical, I guess. And, and so hard. It feels like you're being, it seems like to me, you'd be feel like you're torn in two. Totally. And for many, many people that meet this person, they could be married. The other could be married. They could both be married. They could be married with children in a perfectly fine relationship. I've met several twins that have had that happen. And mm -hmm. it is painful beyond belief because you meet this person and it's this love that you cannot put any words around. I and mean, it's just so big. And it really had me screwed up. I mean, it really was a really difficult place to be. So uh, we meet, everything's good. I decide, well, we decide that, yeah, I think we should go, we should, we think we should go ahead with this business idea. From that point on, from the summer of 2018, my life was like just spun around so many times. And I remember thinking, this is not a business deal. This is a spirit deal, but I didn't even know what a twin flame was still. At this point, I had no idea what a twin flame was. Oh. It wasn't until, I, yeah, I had no idea. It wasn't until I went back down there late in the summer of 2018. And I really went down there with the idea of, let me find enough holes in this idea that I don't go ahead with the business. Mm. That's not what happened. <laughs> we signed contracts. We, 
we started to, we made plans to go ahead with the business, which was going to be an incredible, incredible business in an incredible place and really serve a lot of people. And I remember it was that night after everything was signed and we went out to celebrate, drinking a bit, you know, the veil kind of starts to, to fall, right? I mean, every, you know, senses get blurred a little bit, right? When you mm-hmm, start drinking mm-hmm. and there was this moment where it's called that moment of soul recognition. That's, I knew before that for a couple of months prior, I knew before that, and I'm going to give you a couple of examples of things that would happen to me that had me like, had my mind so crazed. One great example. Now his name is very unusual. I was walking in DC down to the Metro station, went down, you know, down to the Metro. I swiped my card. I went down to the platform. I'm the person that never pays attention to any advertising at all. There were these electronic advertising boards. And I remember thinking, because I could not get him out of my head and I couldn't understand why am I thinking about this person? So like, what's going on? Okay. Yeah. That's an idea for a business, but beyond that, what is happening? It was nonstop. I mean, literally nonstop could not get this person out of my head. And I remember thinking, universe, tell me he is thinking as much about me as I'm thinking about him. I looked up and I never pay attention to advertising. There was an advertisement for something, but it had like a picture of a phone screen with WhatsApp on it with his name on it. Oh my gosh. And I, and I think I said that I'm like, what the heck? Right? <laughs> like asking you shall receive Scott <laughs> within two minutes. That was within two minutes. And all these things would happen. I started seeing 11, 11, you know, all these angel numbers and all of these confirmations, whether it be numbers on a license plate, his birthday, my birth, whatever it is, I saw all this stuff and I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. But I didn't know what I was getting. I had no idea what it was mm-hmm. before I knew anything about a twin flame. So all of this starts happening over these two months since I had led the retreat. And then we have this moment where there's this connection, intense eye contact between us. And we're looking into each other's eyes. And he said to me, what are you doing to me? You're from the stars. Mm. And I said, we're both from the stars. I don't really know where that came from because I wasn't really thinking like that. And I remember saying then, don't say anything, words are limiting, which they are. Let me communicate with you telepathically. And I did. And is it something you've done before with anyone? Never. Yeah. Okay. Never, never. And I never, I don't even know where it came from. It just like felt like the natural thing to do. Mm-hmm. Then began the beginning of the, the difficult period. Because now there's this soul recognition. So both of us, we know that there's something here that is so different, more different than anything we've ever encountered in our life with anybody. And we didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know what to do with it. Thank God I was leaving that day. I was leaving that afternoon. <laughs> I left, I'm journaling. I'm, I'm trying to like get my head together. I was a mess. I was really a mess. And I remember going on Google and on YouTube and trying to find help with this because I had no idea. I didn't know it was a twin flame. I didn't know what it was. So how did you figure out it was twin flame? Cause you don't know the term. So you're not Googling twin flame. I had no idea what a twin flame was. I was on YouTube and on Google. And I remember putting in there, if somebody's thinking about you, are you thinking about them? Because I've always believed that every, well, you know, we know everything is energy. You and I both know that, right? Yeah. 
So if I'm thinking about a person, they may not be thinking of me at exactly that moment, but there's probably an equal transfer of energy, thought energy at a similar time. So I was going completely crazy. I mean, I was existing in my life and coaching clients and doing fine, but there was always this thing running below the surface where I, he was on my mind mm-hmm. and I couldn't understand it. And it was like, I could not get him out of my head and I couldn't understand what was going on. And I stumbled upon this video because there wasn't much out there. I stumbled upon this video that within that video, I started talking about how the person could be your twin flame. And I'm like, twin flame, what's that? Then I start down the path of, oh, twin flame. And I start reading a large age difference, geographic distance, difficulties, what I said before, right? Or Mm -hmm. sexual orientation, religion, culture, family, upbringing, could be married. Whatever it is, is it's probably somebody that is unattainable and it can't easily happen. And it's going to challenge both people because twin flame relationships are here to challenge the paradigm. And when I read all of that, it resonated with me. And I'm like, oh, wow. Let me pause right there. You're listening to Soul Logic, shifting you from a corporate mindset into a conscious mindset. Check out our course online at roadmaptoawakening.com, helping you bring the practical into awakening and make sense of what's happening on your journey. I guess my, my limited understanding, or I think, is that twin flames generally don't find each other. Like, it's very rare to find each other. I, I think that's true. You can confirm. And then, like, what's the point? <laughs> I mean, of like, you you incarnate in the same time frame, you find each other and it's so hard. Like it's not attainable. You just said that. So why do you have an answer to that at this point? I can, I, like I said, there isn't the book that I've read. <laughs> I mean, there are books right. I've read, but there isn't the book that you go to that says, this is what it is. Right. This is what I've understood through all of my experience and also through some hypnotherapy that I've done that generally the twin the twins do not incarnate at the same time. One typically stays up, ascended, to assist the one that's in the physical plane. Mm-hmm. And there are times where they will incarnate. And I did go through some you know, hypnotherapy into past lives and found out that we've had three lives together, but only three over a long period of time. So for the most part, any time that I was down here, the soul was up there and, you know, we're both men in this life, but it didn't matter because in other lives, I was a woman, he was a man, or vice versa. The soul is, is androgynous, right? Their yeah. soul does not have a gender. And he carries more of the divine masculine, and I carry more of the divine feminine from the soul perspective, So, which, which creates the dynamic interaction between the two people. But we're still both men in this life. Mm-hmm. That's the short, the short answer is that typically one stays ascended to support the other one when they're in the physical plane. Okay. That makes, that makes sense, but then it makes perfect sense. And then it also makes sense why it's so hard when you're here in the same plane at the same time. And then, and why it's so difficult to sort out. Well, because you meet this person and you know that you have this incredibly strong connection 
uh, hello, it's more than just strong. It's <laughs> you're meeting the other version of you. Yeah. And there were so many things that would happen. I mean, there were so, so many signs. And here's the thing, you know, I was down there and we were, we were building our business and we'd be driving down the road together and a friend stopped the car one time and I was driving his car and he's in the passenger seat. And the friend thought that I was him, my twin. And I rolled down the window. And he's like, oh, oh, sorry. He goes, you guys look like twins. You know, so it'd be all of these things that would happen. People would say things. I'd be watching TV, be thinking about him because I was always thinking about him, right? Be thinking about him and there'd be some show with identical twins on there or there was always these these um, these signs, these synchronicities. That, and that's what I noticed. So the purpose behind it is really to open us up and to help us ascend to our to the higher level of consciousness for ourselves. And by going through that, it at the time, it was incredibly painful it was everything I needed to break down all the walls I'd put around my heart for all the years. I didn't understand it until after it all happened. Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of support along the way because it was really, really painful. And yeah. the interesting thing is we're creating a business together. So it's not like we could, we did run from each other at times, but you're really not running from each other. You're running from yourself. Right. It's like having a bungee cord to each other. You're both running in opposite directions and or like a rubber band and you come back and you, all like, the time. All the time together. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And and this person, you know them at a deep level, but you don't even know why and how you do. They know you at this incredibly soul deep soul level. They don't know why. They don't know how. You have this incredible love for this person, but it breaks all the barriers and the norms that are out there. And it's really confusing. Because your mind just goes into this, like, it's like being on that roller coaster we've talked about before. And, you know, you're suspended and you're just like looped, loop to loops and you're throwing all around and you're like, well, I don't understand this. How can I feel this for this person? How can this feel so right? But it's so painful. Right. It's so wrong. It caused a lot of anger on both sides. Right. It was kind of discordant if I, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. But when it was working, like when we were in a place of harmony, it was incredible. Like stuff got done so quickly. Mm -hmm. And then when there were the upsets and there was the discord, it was, it was brutal. I want to circle back for anybody listening. Mm -hmm. So I just, when you talk about not being able to get him out of your mind, mm -hmm. right. And thinking about him, like certainly I have met a new love interest and have had, you know, they're on my mind a lot. I'm sure I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm guessing this has happened to you before too. Like mm -hmm. what was the difference? I mean, I know there's the signs, but maybe you don't even know, but there's thinking about somebody and then it feels like there's thinking about somebody at this level, like a twin flame level. Is that true? Or was it just the constancy or, you know, what, what was, what made it feel different? If you can even articulate it, I know this is hard to articulate, but just, you know, if somebody's experiencing this, what's the difference between a love infatuation or a slight obsession and a twin flame or even a new budding romance and a twin flame? It's the best way to say this. I mean, you feel it at an incredibly deep place that... Okay, I've experienced the other ones that you described, right? Okay. The new romance, I've, ex I've experienced all of that, that person I'm interested in. This was something I'd never experienced. So I knew what all that felt like. Mm -hmm. And this just, there was so much more power behind it, so much more intensity behind it. Mm -hmm. And it, 
It just, and it did not make any sense at all. From my mind's perspective, it made absolutely no sense. Like, I couldn't understand what was going on. I thought, wait a minute, it's three flights and a taxi ride, a two-hour taxi. That's not geographically desirable. Right. If it was even a relationship I wanted, right? That's not geographic. I would never seek this out. Like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It did not make any sense, but there was this incredible like, pull, incredible magnetic pull towards him and this incredible love that was bigger than any love I'd ever felt for anything or anybody before that I couldn't put into words. And, and I was really having a very difficult time with this. And because, so here's the thing I learned, being more of the divine feminine side of the soul, that's the side that's probably the one more likely to do the research, to identify it, to put it into terms, or is a divine masculine just thinks they're going crazy. You know, they're <laughs> right. out there partying, having a good time. They're like, I can't get this person out of my mind. What's going on? Right. Mm-hmm. But the divine feminine side is the one that really wants to make sense of it. And so I tried to initiate several conversations about it. Didn't go well at all. And I was going to say, and how was that met? Not well. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Bad. Now, how do you know that you're the, the feminine side and he's the masculine? Is that something you just know? Or is that some, did somebody help you figure that out? Or how did, how do you find yeah, part, that? Partly through some coaching I did specifically around the twin flame. Okay. And then I started to understand what I was doing and why I was doing it. And it, it started to make more sense. Mm-hmm. It did start to make more sense. And, and the goal, so here's the thing. The goal is to become more in a place of neutrality. You and I have talked about you know, the masculine and the feminine energies and how we all have that yin yang within us. But our goal is really to become more neutral. That's what the twin flame relationship does on, say, hyperdrive. It really forces us to look in the mirror and it becomes the perfect mirror reflection of everything that bothers us. Of of everything, everything that we need to kind of correct within ourselves to become more neutral, to become less opinionated. And it's incredibly hard. And we we were creating literally from the ground up a business. Like yeah. you can't run when you're trying to create a business. So it was, it was shocking how it all unfolded. Yeah. You couldn't run away. Hold no. It, and we did, uh, we still, we still did run away. Right. right. <laughs> we still ran away, even though we we're thousands of miles apart anyway, because I live in the United States and down in Peru, thousands of miles apart, we still would run not contacting each other, but you can't have a business start up and be successful if you're not communicating. Right. Right. You could run, but you couldn't hide, actually. <laughs> no, we can never hide. And you can't cut cords either yeah. because you really can't cut cords with yourself. What happens is it brings up all these emotions. The relationship can bring up all of these emotions, positive and destructive emotions. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, well, whatever I'm doing, I'm doing to myself because it's me. Right. Yeah. It's a, I mean, in a future podcast, we're going to talk about shadows and light, but I, it just, it occurred to me as we were talking with a twin flame, it is your light and your dark all in one in a mirror, like instantly, like I think about, I've been looking at shadows sort of one by one. I can't even imagine looking in a mirror and seeing all of the lights, all of the great and all of the dark at one in one shot. It's overwhelming. 
It's exactly what happened. I mean, that's a great way that you just described it because I would never have said it that way, but that's exactly what happened. It was everything all at once. Yeah. Like you see all of you. That's shocking. That's, that's like, feels like a shock to the system. And oh. it's pretty amazing how you've been processing. I mean, I think that's another, I, I think we should maybe stop here with just introducing the twin flame, but I think the whole processing piece of it is like a whole nother podcast. It, it would definitely be another podcast. Yeah. Cause it's intense. It's deep. And I think we also want to talk about another podcast, the difference between twin flames and karmic relationships. Cause those are separate and different. And I'm pretty sure I've been through a karmic relationship. I haven't really checked it out, but those aren't easy either. And again, I think I thought, karmic twin flame like oh they're the they're the thing that you want you know and maybe in some regards you do because it's, you've grown a lot through it but man it is a difficult path it's a very difficult path and you know what i found in the end is the twin flame the person is the person so yes we are the same soul he and i are the mm -hmm. same soul and we're complete mm -hmm. right and our goal is to become more neutral each one of us and whether or not we end up working together or even being together, that's kind of irrelevant at this point. Now, now I can say that. I could not say that three years ago. Three years ago, it was that was absolutely not on the table for me. I mean, I, this person was, was everything that I wanted in my life and all areas of my life because it just, and I didn't even know why. It just felt so right. You know, a couple of my friends said, we felt like you were under a spell. I said, I kind of was. <laughs> I mean, you know, I knew that this was a spirit deal, but I didn't know to what ex extent it was a spirit deal. And it's just something that really tore me completely apart, but allowed me to, through that um, experience of all the light and all the dark and all the shadows, it allowed me to find the power within that we're all searching for, which is something you and I talk about. And to get to that place where we create the inner harmony. And that really is the purpose of the twin flame relationship is to bring each, each person, each, you know, each one to that place where ideally you can then have that type of relationship with everybody in your life, where you have that extremely harmonious relationship because that's where you are. So you attract what you are. You know, he saw in me everything that he was afraid of, everything that bothered him. It was like magnified a thousand times. I saw in him everything that was bothering me. Mm -hmm. So all of my hotspots and all of my triggers were just like incredibly magnified in that relationship. And I didn't always respond well. <laughs> Matter of fact, quite often I reacted. And when I think about it, I think, oh my God, like it was a wild, wild ride. <laughs> really was. And things yeah. happened in that period of time that have never happened in my life before. And I know you can't speak for the other half necessarily, but I'm curious your thoughts on then you obviously know your journey intimately. Has his journey been similar? Has he found the same level of peace? Can that experience for each of you be different? I mean, obviously they're going to be different, but I don't know, what's, that, what's that like? I would say generally speaking, it's the divine feminine side that is looking for the answers, wanting to understand it, wanting to process it. Like the one, that's the one that's going to coaching working with maybe hypnotherapy, right? Really the one seeking the answers. The divine masculine is usually probably trying to just forget it, numb himself Get a bit. away. Right? Get away. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to deal with this. This is crazy. This is messing up my life. 
type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I tried, as I said, to initiate conversation several times unsuccessfully mm-hmm. um, about this because I truly wanted to understand, am I going crazy? And what's happening with you? Because maybe nothing's happening at all. And maybe I really am going crazy. I honestly didn't know, right? I mean, I could read everything I was reading about Twin Flames and get all the help I was getting. But at the end of the day, the other person, I want to know what's happening. I'm not saying anything has to happen between us, but I really want to understand what are you going through? Yeah, the other's experience. Yeah, it wasn't until two years later. It took two years to get to that place because there was a long period of no communication. It's difficult to have a successful business with limited communication. So it was a real big period of no communication. And then I'll make the story really short, but it's a beautiful story in the sense that I did go down there about two years later, and we had a very, a very deep conversation about the whole thing, which he brought up, which I was surprised about. Mm-hmm. And I learned that he was going through pretty much everything I was going through, but as what I just said, could not deal with it didn't want to talk about it, wanted to just kind of like forget it and push it away. He was going through everything. He was seeing the signs of me. He was seeing my name. He was seeing the angel numbers. He was seeing you know things like my birthday, whatever it was. He was seeing, he was seeing and experienced everything I was experiencing at the same time and, di- and was thinking about me at the same time, you know, the same thing, mm-hmm. all of that, but did not want to talk about it, did not want to acknowledge it, just wanted it to go away. And also which was great for me, accepted the fact that yes, we are the same soul. And yes, he's carrying more of the divine masculine and I'm carrying more of the divine feminine. And our goal is to become neutral. You know, so there are some theories out there that it's about a 60-40 split between the feminine and the masculine of each person's soul. And the goal is to get as close as you can to 50-50. No, it's always going to ebb and flow a little bit, but that is the goal to be more balanced, to create more of that inner harmony. So having that conversation with him was really powerful because it, it brought so much peace to me. And it really allowed me to, I was already looking at the journey as a beautiful journey, even though it was really the hardest journey I've went through in my life, but it allowed me to make peace with anything that had ever happened that I couldn't have made peace with before. Yeah. I think that's super interesting. And I, I, you know, your patience paid off, right. To understand. And, it, and um, as the more feminine side Typically, that is. I'll take it for the team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the more open, more inquisitive, right? But he was going through it too. And just to, again, if you just look at the way men and women grow up, like women are more communal and more communicative and whatnot, and men have a harder time to process because they just don't grow up that way. And then you talk about maybe a more traditional masculine, I don't know if he's Catholic or not, but just more traditional and having more boundaries put upon him. Macho Latin. This may have taken, yeah, macho Latin. It has just took more time to process potentially, but he was doing it. That's really fascinating. It's very fascinating. And it really helped me to kind of put closure to the whole twin flame connection. Y'all, he'll, he'll always be an incredibly important part of my life. I'm really appreciative of everything that I went through, the entire experience, every difficult part, because I realized that going through all of that is what brought me here. I know that. Right. I know that doing this podcast, Soul Logic, I wouldn't have been doing it if it wasn't right. for that. You know, it, right. it helped me come out of the closet, so to speak, spiritually, mm-hmm. because I realized you can't, you can't hide this. This is, this is who you are. And, you just need to 
to share what this is so that you can help people. And I realized I didn't go through it for nothing. And I still yeah. feel like in the future, we'll probably do something together. I don't know exactly what or how. And I'm a lot more patient now than I was before. Before it was like, oh my gosh, this is what this is. This is what I've been looking for my entire life. I mean, literally, it was what I was looking for my entire life. Are you kidding me? This person, this is potentially the life partner to be able to do this incredibly transformative work together in this environment. This is everything I was looking for. It's like, check, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's not what and was happening. And yet it wasn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yet it wasn't. But that's the mind. And that was the thing I learned too, is it became an addiction for me. Truly for about a year and a half, it became a a complete addiction. Actually, I would say a solid year. A solid year was a complete addiction where I could not get enough videos on YouTube or enough books on the topic. And that's the mind. That was Mm -hmm. my ego, putting labels on it and boxes around it. And okay, this happened, but that didn't happen. And this happened, but that didn't happen. You know, I was continually trying to find that hole in the theory that would give me what I wanted. And it wasn't until I threw my hands up and just surrendered and shut the business down. Um, all at the same time that things really started opening up for me. Yeah, I get I get that um, to a certain degree. Again, I, it, I think I experienced a karmic relationship, which I feel like is a drop in the ocean compared to what you went through, but that obsessive piece of really, there is that draw to this person um, that you really like, how can I make this work? Like, I don't want to read all this negative stuff that says it's probably not going to, where's the piece that says it's going to be, it's going to work and it's going to be amazing. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted. I wanted to find that and, yeah. and I would find it. And then that would keep me going for a little bit longer. And mm-hmm. then something would happen. And I'd be like, I feel like I was falling back down the staircase, you know, and then I'd, climb back up and we're falling down the mountain, then climb back up and back down again until I just said, I can't, I'm, I'm beating myself up. My yeah. mind is really making this much more difficult than it needs to be because then I would channel on it and I would meditate on it. What I would get would be so different than what was happening. And it was just let it be. Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Breathy spirituality. <laughs> Right? And I'm like, right. I don't want that. I want this. <laughs> I wanted what I wanted, but it wasn't happening. Yeah. But I think what a great place to end up and uh, to be at peace with it or relative peace with it, to have the lessons from it. And I do think the importance of um, him doing his work too, like that is you doing your work on the other side. I don't know from like a soul level, I'd be like, okay, I did the work. Now you do the work. Make sure you do the work too. <laughs> you know, like if we are one, <laughs> let's make sure you do the work. Yeah. Um, again, that's ego as well, right? That's my ego getting in like, Hey, other half, get it together. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but it is great. I think at least for me, it would be great to know that he, even if it, take, if it takes him longer uh, to still pr- process and evolve that relationship on the other side. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And he was doing the work. He was doing it in his own way of doing the work, right? It was Mm -hmm. different for him than it was for me. Mm -hmm. And it was very rewarding, satisfying to to have that conversation where we really made peace with what this connection is. This has been fascinating. I have learned so much about Twin Flame, uh, even more about your experience than I knew before. If you were going to leave the listeners with something about Twin Flame, what would you like to leave them with? It's an incredibly beautiful experience. 
you can get to that place where you realize it that's what it is incredibly beautiful if you're more in your heart and less in your head because it is it's a very difficult it was very difficult for me because i was in my head a lot and the purpose of it was to get me out of my head and more into my heart and the more i resisted the more difficult it became which triggered the dark night of the soul which we're going to talk about in depth in a future podcast so I would just let people know that if you come across this person that you're like, what's going on here? I don't understand this. And if they start to meet some of the criteria of what a standard twin flame connection will look like, try to silence your mind as much as you can. It'll make the journey a heck of a lot easier. At Soul Logic, we're excited to explore all of these topics and spirituality that is not breathy. Exactly. We have our <laughs> online course, Your Roadmap to Awakening. You can see it online at roadmaptoawakening.com. I'm Scott Masciarelli. I'm Cindy Jennings. We're so thrilled you joined us today. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care. <laughs>